Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks podcast. Thank you for Locked On Bucks for first listen or first watch every day. Remember, Locked On Bucks is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Thanks to friends of ours like Stance. This episode is sponsored by Stance Apparel. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. I am James Yarko, joined as I always am by Evan Klosky on Wednesdays, WTSP Wednesdays. You can check out everything that I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at WTSP. And at Bucks underscore Nation, Evan, how you doing, buddy? Doing well. You know, Wednesdays we work with alliteration, right? WTSP Wednesday. We work. The letter W is very important. And for me, the number one letter is is wrong, right? Your boy was wrong. He built the story arc, and the story arc got blown up. It almost turned out. It almost turned out in his favor. But uh, me and and on our Blitz show, Simeon Rice also picked the Bills. We were both wrong. So, um, you know, I'm, I, hey, well, it's always good to be wrong about picking against the Bucks and being wrong with picking for the Bucks. So that's right. Uh, many Bucks fans are, are glad that you were wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I promise not to ridicule you for that. Like I did a, a game a few weeks ago. <laughs> I'd rather you ridicule me for this and being wrong prognosticating versus the crap you gave me for Ohio State. <laughs> Uh, but that's over and done with. And honestly, that's I, neither here nor there. <laughs> I think I'd be wrong on my Where's on David predictions more often than you have, because you did pick them to lose to the Rams. Mm-hmm. I have not picked against <laughs> them all year. So I think I think you're up on me in the overall right. standing. So mm-hmm. that that should say something. But Somebody that isn't saying something is Bruce Arians. And David and I talked about it on yesterday's episode, and he is not saying jack squat about the situation with Antonio Brown and Mike Edwards. He was asked about it, and he said that they're going to decide as a uh, as a franchise, and they'll let us know when they know. Very, very noncommittal to whether or not Antonio Brown or Mike Edwards are going to be back in the building. Now, my personal stance um, – I've said that I thought that if Antonio Brown did this by himself, he was going to be gone. The fact that Mike Edwards is roped into it a little bit, uh, I think actually is a benefit for Antonio Brown if they come back. I do believe at the end of the day they will come back. As David pointed out, if you get rid of Antonio Brown, or Mike Edwards, you're talking about placing them on waivers, they will end up getting picked up by playoff caliber teams. And can you imagine what the Green Bay Packers could do with Antonio Brown added to their offense for a playoff run? Like, I don't think that's a situation that the Buccaneers want to put themselves in. But at the same time, Bruce Arian said, you know, Antonio Brown so much as as steps on a ladybug, he's out of here. So what is what is your take on the situation now? as it is played out and and following Bruce Arians' comments. It's really complicated here because you're working with optics. That's what makes it really tough. So first off, let me just say this. The Bucs, who are dubbed Last Chance You by Lenny Fournette, um, 
they honestly have taken their punches in the past before. Mm-hmm. I don't know why all of a sudden they have to turn to the higher road. Now, that, that's not my personal opinion. I'm just calling it like I see it. Like this is a team that has taken people who have passed over them because they don't want the negative PR. They have taken in those people and have gotten crap for it and have continued to trudge on. They're in Tampa Bay. They're not going to be the center of the universe in the sense of the TV onslaught, the the, the radio, like just everything. I'm sure they're going to get it. I mean, it's going to be all over the place, but the window of how long it is, plus, you know, the constituents you're talking about here, I just, I don't know. So you have that wheel in motion that this team has set a precedent that they're willing to take on um, guys who have made mistakes. Um, Now you bring up the pairing of Mike Edwards and Antonio Brown. I don't necessarily think like while, while I understand what you're saying, they can always frame it as this is Mike Edwards first strike. This was Antonio Brown's last strike. So it could be like, we are willing to keep Mike Edwards. We're not willing to keep Antonio Brown, but to the, to your point that that David said is true. You know, honestly, the the best punishment to save face would be we're probably going to keep them employed and not play them, that we are going to punish them internally. This way you keep them under your umbrella. They make their money and you probably get to save face saying that we are taking the higher road and not using them. There might be a possibility here where the team, if I was uh, Jason Light or the, the Glazers thinking about this, and no matter what, this road would probably come off as disingenuous, but you probably should suspend them again. Hey, these were the NFL suspensions. Now we are going to suspend them three games. And that would bring them back week 17, and you would have them for the playoff run. You would then get out in front of the PR machine and say, look, they are going to be suspended for a third of the season. The NFL did their suspension. We did ours. And, uh, and, and, you know, I don't know what they can do, whether they can suspend without pay. I don't know what's in the, you know, NFL PA NFL, you know, I don't know what they can do there, but they, they can suspend them at least, even if it's with pay. But that to me, um, I think would be a way to okie doke the PR machine. A little bit. I think people would call them off, call them out and say, well, of course you're going to do this. This is like, you know, like Miami or Ohio State back in the day, self-imposing a ban when they weren't good. You know, Um, it's like, well, you know, what does that affect your your whole season? But, you know, I think that's an option when it's all said and done. It's going to be a tough look for Bruce Arians if they do keep Antonio Brown. I do think it's a different narrative for Brown versus Edwards for what I just mentioned. But Bruce Arians is on the record saying if he gets squirrely again, he's gone. Like, it's that easy, right? He he pretty much said, you know, we're going to bring him in. He's been a good guy. If he goes off that track, he's gone. Now, if he keeps him, he's got to define what, what he meant. So is that what you're just saying about domestic violence? So the the guy is continually doing things that he did poorly before, right? It's not new, him not paying a chef or or somebody. Like he's 
repeatedly not pay people who have worked for him. That is a recurring issue. So you want to talk about growth. That isn't growth. That, that, to me, that's a, that's a problem with him that he continually does this. Now, it, it might not be of the domestic violence uh, you know, realm, but you want to tell me that he's grown up as a person. I can't necessarily believe that when he's still making the same mistakes he's made in the past. So when you say you have a last chance, I expect it to be a last chance. So, yeah, I mean, we can all talk about whether, you know, should be he should be suspended not be suspended whatever it might be and and i don't know which way the buccaneers are going to go i think bruce arians was quoted on a on a radio show later saying it's like 50 50. you know they got to sort through it but um in the end i just hope that if they keep him, bruce arians can come up with an answer because as a member of the media uh it's important to ask you said he was on you know he had a last chance this is more than a last chance it is he he just got suspended three games by the nfl for falsifying a vaccination card which is a federal offense so um you know i, I i'm not inputting my opinion into this situation i want to make that clear what i'm simply saying is what bruce arians has told us and what the team could possibly do and the routes they can go. As of right now, we do not know. And I'm thinking maybe by the end of the week, we'll have some insight into where they lean. Okay. Well, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit more about this on the other side, because I do have one other thought that I would like to get your opinion on. But first, we have to talk about uh, you know, the fact that the Buccaneers could potentially be playing in Super Bowl 56 at SoFi in less than 100 days and on location the official hospitality partner of the nfl is the only place to score a once in a lifetime super bowl ticket and experience package select your exact seats choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with nfl legends five-star los angeles hotels and food by the great wolf gang puck visit on location exp.com sb56 for more information or Search Super Bowl on location. That's on location exp.com slash SB number five, number six, or search Super Bowl on location. Today's title sponsor of the show is our friends over at Stance. Stance is an apparel company providing super soft, entirely unique clothing items that are fun to wear. They just launched a new line of active apparel, perfect for holiday gifting time. I own some of their socks, and I'm going to tell you I love the unique and licensed design and feel of the socks themselves. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. For example, my children, you know, I have like the Hanes socks, the Under Armour socks, all those. My kids steal them all the time. So my wife- And the laundry does it too, you know? Yeah. My wife, dryer, I should say, that she is, got me a bunch of Dunder Mifflin, the office socks from Stance. I have seen the office beginning to end every season over 30 times. Little bit of a fan. She saw those, immediately thought of me and said, you know what? 
James needs to have these. So I can vouch for how fantastic they really are. Stance 30 police, times? 30 times. Every beginning, episode one to series finale, 30 times. <laughs> Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. That those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code LOCKED ON, L O C K E D O N, at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Segment two here of the Locked On Bucks podcast. We thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or first watch every day. Uh, wrapping up the, the Antonio Brown situation here. Something that that I kind of thought about, and maybe it doesn't play any significance whatsoever. But there's always that but. One thing that I will say as far as Bruce Arians trying to, I guess, save face when he had talked about this is his last chance. He did say that when they brought Antonio Brown in last year. So maybe he finds a little bit of a loophole and says, well, he behaved himself, so we gave him another contract. I didn't say he was going to get booted off of this one. But do you think that there might be any bearing for the for the Bucks again to save face for Bruce Arians to save face and justify not getting rid of Antonio Brown with the fact that there have been 75 positive COVID tests in the NFL in the last two days? I don't think that has anything to do with it. Mostly because, I mean, it's not about the COVID. It's about falsifying the vaccination card. Absolutely. Right? You know, so it in the end and and by all accounts he is vaccinated now and by the way antonio brown has already spent his time on the COVID list so he's already you know he should be good uh we, we don't expect him to be back on the COVID list since he's already done it uh, earlier this season but i you know i don't think they have an out there and i don't think you know i think it'd be semantics to use out of like hey you got out of that contract and now you know we reset the clock i think he should be called out on that. I mean, I don't know. It just if if it was a black and white world, I would just say you probably just cut him and move on. But there is it is complicated because you don't want him to go to a competitor. Right. And that that has to be weighed fairly in the public, which it probably won't be, by the way. Just warning. You're gonna people are gonna be pissed no matter what. Uh heads up but uh, sadly that's that's got to be an understanding that if they do end up keeping him um it, it has to be of the fear that somebody would pick him up because you can say we're doing the right thing but in the end he's still able like unless the commissioner suspends him and takes him out of the, the pool then somebody else can pick him up and it's like oh you know good on you for being dudley do right but what lesson did he learn because he's on another team now and yeah, he can still win a Super Bowl? And so it's like, what what are you trying to accomplish here as somebody who's trying to keep Antonio Brown on the, the right path? It should be the NFL who takes him out of the loop. And if the NFL is not going to take him out, they, they gave him, you know, in the end, the NFL gave him a three-game suspension, and that was that. So, you know, the Buccaneers can just say, look, the NFL – they reviewed everything. They came down with this punishment, and we accept that punishment, and we're going to move on from it. And, you know, it will probably be a 24-hour cycle, and that will probably be it. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really honestly believe that there's no bearing, like there's no correlation between the two. But I figured because COVID is now in the spotlight, it was worth asking the question because I know somebody will. But Evan, let's go yeah. ahead and jump over to the voicemail line. I know we have a, a question from a guy who, honestly, he appears on WTSP Wednesday relatively often. So let's jump over and listen to that. What up, boys? Fire the cannons, baby. We're 10 and 3. Man, it feels good to see yourself in the leadership board while everybody is running wild card and playoff spot and in the hunt and all of that stuff maybe we're 10 and 3 just wondering you know i i know that uh you know the the goal is to hopefully um get the first uh, first seed spot um but just a question to throw out there um i don't know i just feel like it's better for us to not get a buy i don't know uh if if coming out of a buy and in, in such intense Part of the season where the playoffs is, it's going to be beneficial for us to kind of shut the engine down in the sense of not having consecutive games to just kind of R&R for that bye week and then get more practice. Um, to be honest with you, that that the, we, the last bye we had and we came out, it was it was kind of scary. I mean, even even though we had, I guess, coach was calling it the best week of practice. Uh, we came out and uh, didn't look too good. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Do we want to really get a first bye week, um, uh, you know, the first week as a bye and not play? Or uh, I feel like it's just better now that the team is kind of finally finding its groove. I think I think it might be tougher for us to to kind of have a bye. I know a lot of guys can use the rest. Just just wanting uh, your thoughts about that. Um, but we're you know. 11 and three coming up, baby. We're definitely making the playoffs. Um, just beautiful. I, I, I've, I've never been this excited before in my life. Fire the cannons, baby. God bless, boys. All right, Manny. Thank you so much for the call. Appreciate it. Um, so, according to FPI, the Buccaneers are now the favorite to end up the one seed in the NFC. They have a 41.8% chance. Green Bay sitting at 382 The Cardinals have dropped all the way to 13.5% uh, because of their loss to the Rams on Monday night. So basically what this is saying is the Packers have more possible losses left in their remaining four games than the Buccaneers do. But Evan... I think a first round buy would be huge for this team. I realize they're on a, an absolute heater. They have a chance to finish the regular season on an eight game win streak, which is, you know, they finished with an eight game win streak in 2020, but that eighth game was the Super Bowl. So as injured as they've been, as beaten up as they've been, getting that that week of rest and letting some of these other teams beat the snot out of each other. Let the, let the Cowboys and Rams beat each other up. Let the Vikings and Packers beat each other up. Let these teams go at it. You rest, you get healthy. Then you're staying at home for, for the divisional round. You're staying at home for the conference championship. I think it's, it's really, really important. Yeah. Uh, my analogy I would say is like, when Manny, who, by the way, thank you so much for calling, brings up, like, do you really want to stop the heater or, like, take the, you know, take the week off or whatever? If I offered you a PTO day on a Wednesday in the middle of your work week, are you going to say no? Ah, I want to keep the, the train rolling of my work week. I'm in a groove. I did Monday, Tuesday. No, you're going to take dang PTO day. Thanks for the PTO day. I'm taking my day off. I'll see you Thursday. Thank you. Deuce. Um, he brings up the, oh, well, we came off the buy this year in bad shape. Well, last year you came off the buy and could not have been any better. So 
you can you know be a victim of the moment and think about this year, but literally last year you won a Super Bowl off of a bye. So I don't think there's any weight you can put on this year without putting the same amount of weight on last year if we're using the same sample size because it's pretty much the same team. Um, and then and then honestly, you always take the buy because remember the buy is attached to the fact that you have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. You got to come through Ray J, which by the way, the Bucks are undefeated this year inside their own building to go to SoFi Stadium. So to me, you're the one seed, you get a buy, you let, as you said, everybody beat up on each other. You then get to avoid the Packers Cardinals, which, or what I believe Packers Rams, I still think the Rams are, are one of the best teams in the NFC. I think you avoid the Packers Rams in that little game. One of those teams is going to be out of the playoffs before you got to see them. And then you worry about the Cardinals or Cowboys crossing into your, into your path where, you know, I, the Cowboys, you already beat. It was a tough game, but I think, you know, I don't know. They, I don't think they've gotten better throughout the season. Uh, and, and the Cardinals who, as we saw on Sunday night football, um, or sorry, on Monday Night Football, they had a big-time stage, and they didn't quite nail it. Now, that was a game the Cardinals needed for their playoff run, their young team. And I, I think the Kyler Murray and the playoffs is, is going to be very fast for him. I'm, I'm very interested to see what Kyler and Cliff are able to do in the playoffs. It's a totally different ball game, a new experience for them. So, yes, you get the bye. You want the one seed. And they have the easiest schedule in the NFL. So, if you cannot beat the Panthers twice, the Jets, and the Saints, that's a problem. You don't deserve the one seed. And I, I do believe that the Packers are going to have one more loss here just because their schedule is inherently harder. So I believe the Bucks are going to be the one seed entering the playoffs like we all pretty much thought entering the season. Despite the slew of injuries, it's remarkable. I, I just real quick before we get to this break, uh, I want to rewind the clock, Evan, to uh, to my appearance on the Blitz when we gave our record predictions. And I said 14 and three and got quite the reaction. And if the Bucks were on the table against the Saints, the Panthers twice and the Jets, what's their record going to be? No comment. All right. Well, that prediction will end up being just as good as everyone's favorite protein bar. And of course, you know, I'm talking about built bars with so much with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. But high in protein, you get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. You want raspberry, mint brownie, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, cherry, double chocolate, all kinds of choices over there with built bar they give you that extra fuel to power through all of your holiday shopping to stand in the endless lines or you know whatever the to get through having to deal with the in-laws you know what i'm talking about you need that little boost to finish <laughs> out that visit uh you know tell santa you want the stockings filled with some cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie built bars and you are going to be one happy person on christmas morning go to built.com Use promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. 
wrap things up here on a WTSB Wednesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko, Evan Klosky coming at you live from 10 Tampa Bay, as he always does. Find us on Twitter at JRCO underscore Bucks at E Klosky WTSB. And it's everybody's favorite segment on a Wednesday. And it is Evan Klosky's predictions that people will ridicule mercilessly in the comments section. And Evan will even post on 10 Tampa Bay. What does Evan know anyway in the byline underneath his name when talking about his score predictions, which I thought was a beautiful touch. Uh, it made me, it made me laugh pretty hard, but <laughs> go ahead and dive into the Sunday night showdown against the new Orleans saints uh, diet Tebow. He's got Alvin Kamara back, uh, yeah. but he still has no receivers. Shout out uh, Troutman from the University of Dayton, representing well. Flyers. That's that's right, always. Obi uh, topping you, baby. Let's go. Oh, love Obi. Love Obi. Um, let's start off with your predictive player of the game. Uh, who is going to be the key player for the Buccaneers in this one? Man, I don't know who the defensive player is going to be. This is going to be married into my my bold prediction, but if I got to if I got to make one, uh, I'm I'm going to go with I'll go with Antoine Winfield Jr. All right, my my let me let me set this up in a different way. All right, my bold prediction is the the Saints are held to less than seven points. Uh, Whoa! The Buccaneers are facing uh, generic brand Josh Allen, like they. They just came off a game where they had a power running quarterback. I mean, this guy was going right up the gut. Uh, Bruce Aaron said that this was Cam Newton in his prime, the stuff that he was doing. Now you're facing Taysom Hill, um, a guy who cannot do what Josh Allen does. He can try the running stuff, the, the, the power runs, but you just got practice on that because you just played somebody like that. And Hill is not as much of a threat with the arm, nor does he have even the options to threaten you around him. So you're, the offense is not nearly as prolific as what you faced with the Bills. You pretty much prepared yourself by playing the Bills against this team, except for Kamara, who, by the way, the Bucks historically have done very well against. And stopping the run is never their issue. So Devin White always seems to step up in those situations. I should say Devin White. I said it the first time, though. But I I think this team is going to force turnovers. Uh, I, I, I think we are going to see a defensive touchdown in this contest. And I believe, as I've said in my story arc, even though it got all messed up last week, it was close, got all messed up last week, I was wrong. Um, I think this is going to be an obliteration. I think this. I think the Bucks are out for blood. It's a, it's a hats and T-shirt game, as Bruce Arians said. And not only that, not only can they clinch the division for the first time since 2007, but they are going up against the Saints, who are all fat and happy because they beat this team earlier in the year, uh, all fat and happy because they've beaten them in the regular season a bunch of times, to be honest. And I think the Bucks, who are trending upwards health-wise, much healthier in this game than they were in that last game in a Superdome, and a game which, by the way, the Bucks played like crud, and almost had a chance to come back and beat them, which, to be fair, they lost Jameis Winston that game too, but that is what it is. But the Bucs played terribly, and if it wasn't for 
Brady kind of screwing up the two minute drill there at the end um, could have won that game. So I think Brady remembers that fondly as well. And uh, I believe this is going to be, uh, I'll just give my score 31 to six. Wow. That's... Let's, let, let, let's party. I, I, I hope you're right. Uh, as I said yesterday, saints week always makes me nervous. Just a friendly reminder to our viewers and our listeners in seasons in which the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have finished by hoisting a Lombardi trophy, they have not beaten the New Orleans Saints in those seasons. So in the regular season. Is there 0-4? Oh four? Oh regular- four the- yes. 0-4 oh in the regular season when facing the Saints in years the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl. So if this game goes south for whatever reason, it's not panic time. It's going to be a little frustrating that you're going to miss out on the one seed, but it's not panic time because they've set the precedent now. With that, Evan, we are going to get out of here. But we thank all of you for making today's episode of the Locked on Bucks podcast your first listen or first watch every day, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. But now make your second listen, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It is also free and available on all platforms. One more thing that you have to check out every Sunday is the Blitz. Evan, tell them about it. 11.30 with our boy Simeon Rice. Uh, analysis, fashion, crypto. Uh, really, we have many sides to us. So um, 11.30 on Sundays, 10 Tampa Bay, the Blitz. And remember, you can go check us out for all your Tampa Bay area sports on 10tampabay.com. You can check out everything that I'm writing about the Buccaneers over at BucksNation.com. Make sure that you're following along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks. David is at DHarris82. Evan at WTSP, And, of course, at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be 